Before we dive into today's podcast, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that this content is intended for general purposes only and should not be used to substitute professional medical advice. Always seek the advice of your medical service practitioner based on your unique needs. Hi, this is Kelly, your nutritional nerd, bringing you the health news you want to hear for the week of October 26th, 2020. Hi, and thanks for tuning in. This week, I would like to talk to you about a very important topic that many people don't even realize exists. And moreover, if they know it exists, they don't realize that there are things that you can do about it. Brain inflammation is this week's topic. Yes, what it is and what you can do about it. Well, first of all, is your brain inflamed? If it is, how can you tell? Well, most of us think about inflammation. Um, When we think of inflammation, we think of sprained ankles or arthritic joints come to mind with redness and swelling and that pain that accompanies um, an acute injury of that nature. But did you know that any part of your body, including your brain, can become inflamed? Well, one of the most common complaints that I hear in my practice is actually related to brain inflammation, which is also known as neuroinflammation. Well, to discover which common complaint this is, and to learn the signs that your brain may be suffering from inflammation, and more importantly, to find out what you can do about it, please keep listening. First, let's take a look at some signs or symptoms that your brain might just be inflamed. Well, there's many different indications that your brain may be inflamed. The most common signs of brain inflammation include brain fog, slowed thinking, fatigue or neuro fatigue, depression, headaches or migraines, and even neck stiffness. Well, brain fog, the first Uh, sign that I mentioned is actually one of the hallmark symptoms of brain inflammation. Plus, this is one of the most common complaints that I hear in my nutrition practice. Well, do you experience brain fog? Does your brain ever feel fuzzy? Are you easily distracted or lose your train of thought? Do you get mentally fatigued or exhausted? Do you have difficulty focusing? Well, if you do, is this preventing you from performing your best at school or work? If you experience any of these feelings regularly, then your brain is likely inflamed. Inflammation in the brain literally slows down your neurons' ability to communicate. Messages that travel between neurons get bogged down or become slower as a result of this inflammation. And this slower communication is what then causes your brain to feel foggy, tired, and dull. It also results in slowed cognition, 
an inability to think, and difficulty staying focused. So if you've ever experienced a migraine or a bad headache, you've likely encountered these same feelings because your brain is unable to think or react quickly. It's inflamed. Well, brain inflammation can also increase your risk of feeling down or depressed. Depression is, surprisingly, a common symptom of brain inflammation. Now, please realize there are many different reasons why someone may feel depressed, but brain inflammation might just be one of them. Why? Well, inflammatory cytokines that are produced because of inflammation, hamper serotonin's ability to function properly. And serotonin is the neurotransmitter that is considered to be our happy hormone to keep us feeling good and in a good mood. If serotonin is blocked or unable to work correctly, then depression may result. The good news is that by addressing systemic inflammation, many people prone to depression may relieve their symptoms and start to feel better overall. So it's a win-win. Another um, aspect to inflammation is connected to a very scary and worrisome disease that lots of people are talking about and worried about, which is Alzheimer's. So Unfortunately, not only can inflammation in the brain cause brain fog and neurofatigue, but it's also linked to many disorders. Some of the disorders related to neuroinflammation, like we mentioned before, include depression. And then there's multiple sclerosis, autism, Parkinson's disease, psychosis, and various forms of dementia including Alzheimer's disease. Well, we do know that neuroinflammation definitely plays a role in Alzheimer's. However, what is not um, absolute is if chronic brain inflammation is the spark that ignites the Alzheimer's pathway, or if Alzheimer's created the inflammation in the first place. But regardless, once the disease has been set in motion, neuroinflammation works to degenerate brain tissue and increase beta amyloid collection. Then the damaged neurons, beta amyloid deposits, and neurofibrillary tau tangles further stimulate the inflammatory process, a vicious cycle of inflammation and additional damage ensues. One word of caution, please. Uh, Again, realize I am not a doctor. I cannot diagnose or treat any illness or disorder. Uh, And there is definitely a genetic component towards Alzheimer's. However, from my opinion and experience, what you do in your life, your lifestyle choices can stimulate whether or not that Alzheimer's gene gets turned on or whether it stays off. Now, yes, Alzheimer's symptoms start manifesting themselves years and in fact, even decades before the disease itself is recognized. 
but there are definitely some lifestyle choices that you can make to minimize your risk. And that's the point or the key that I want to make here with any disease or with any type of systemic inflammation, the choices you make are often the reason why a disease manifests or not. So with that said, let's take a step back and look at other things that actually cause neuroinflammation or inflammation in the brain. Now, the first thing I would like to mention is the fact that anything that can create inflammation in the body can also create inflammation in the brain. That said, what creates inflammation in the body? Well, we'll start with the obvious acute injuries like breaks, sprains, and strains that create redness and swelling. Other things that create inflammation are lots of stress, which people seem to have in spades nowadays, and unhealthy lifestyle habits like smoking or getting inadequate sleep. So each one of these things can ignite brain inflammation. And of course, there's diet. From a nutritionist's standpoint, this is where I'm going to focus most of my energy talking about food. Eating a poor diet or one that contains many inflammatory foods will also create inflammation. Where? In the body as well as the brain. Well, for more information about foods that contribute to inflammation in the brain, please check out our blog uh, that occurred a couple of months ago, Stay Clear to Think Clear, 10 Foods That Cause Brain Fog. Be sure to check that out to get a bit more information. Other common causes of neuroinflammation include having high blood sugar levels or diabetes. If you have a leaky gut, hormone imbalances, low thyroid function or hypothyroidism, and food intolerances. I'd also like to point out that sometimes brain inflammation definitely needs the attention of your doctor. It can be a very serious matter. Not only can it prevent you from living your best life, but if it's related to a traumatic brain injury, encephalitis or meningitis, please visit your doctor to prevent brain damage or coma and even worse. <laughs> but not all neuroinflammation has to be scary. If the underlying cause of your brain inflammation is food or lifestyle related, as it usually is the case, then making the right changes can often make a noticeable difference. You might want to start by making the dietary improvements that I'm going to be suggesting right away. In addition, work on stress management techniques and eliminate any bad habits like smoking that you might have. So let's get down to the brass tacks here, what you can do to reduce brain inflammation. If you experience brain fog or neurofatigue 
you're not alone, (laughs) but you can do something about it. When your brain is inflamed, you may not only experience brain fog, but you'll likely also experience the neurofatigue that usually accompanies it. Small dietary changes can be extremely beneficial in reducing inflammation and helping you say goodbye to brain fog. Start by limiting or even better, eliminating neurotoxins and foods that tend to contribute to inflammation. Now, neurotoxins, very simply, are foods that your brain finds toxic. The biggest offenders tend to be white refined sugar, food preservatives or additives, and any food that you happen to be sensitive to, particularly gluten. Gluten is a notorious brain inflamer. Well, for more information about food foods that contribute to or cause brain fog, don't forget to check out that blog that I mentioned to you about 10 foods that cause brain fog. In addition to limiting your intake of foods known to promote inflammation, guess what? You will also want to introduce various foods and some lifestyle changes that are designed to reduce inflammation. Some of these delicious foods include wild salmon. Um, Oily fish like wild salmon contain good amounts of anti-inflammatory omega-3 fatty acids. And omega-3 fatty acids are essential for proper brain health and to help reduce brain inflammation. Chia seeds. Chia seeds also contain adequate amounts of omega-3 fatty acids, and they happen to be bundled in a unique plant-based form. They're extremely versatile as they can be added to smoothies, made into pudding, sprinkled on top of many different dishes as well. They can even be used, after soaking them in a little water, as a vegan egg replacement in baking. Another good food that helps reduce neuroinflammation is mushrooms. And this kind of comes with, within that category of vitamin B-rich foods. Well, did you know that your doctor can actually determine if your body is inflamed and how badly by testing for levels of homocysteine and C-reactive protein, also known as CRP? in your blood? Well, these two compounds are responsible for inflammation. And people with high levels of these inflammatory compounds are actually lacking B vitamins, especially vitamins B6 and B12. So to help reduce inflammation, you'll want to increase your intake of foods that are high in B vitamins. Some of them include foods like mushrooms, kale, bell peppers, cantaloupe, tuna, and quality protein or poultry. Sorry. Another good food that helps reduce brain inflammation is avocados. Now, avocados are known as a power food because they're loaded with healthy fats associated with good cardiovascular health. The fats contained within an avocado also help regulate blood sugar levels to prevent inflammation. 
As a bonus, the vitamin E contained in avocados provides antioxidant protection to keep your immune system healthy and protect your brain cells. Another excellent food to reach for is raw cacao. Cacao is the natural form of chocolate before they add sugar and fats to make it the delicious chocolate that we often uh, reach for at the grocery store. But cacao is loaded with antioxidants and flavonoids that help protect your brain and reduce inflammation. So please use 100% raw cacao powder when you're baking, or you can use it to sprinkle on foods or drinks like coffee. Instead, if you prefer to eat your chocolate, choose a dark chocolate bar that contains at least 85% of the raw cacao, because the higher the percentage of cacao, the less sugar they had to add, which increases the benefits that that cacao powder will provide. Plus, because of its bitter nature, you likely won't eat as much. For some people, that can be a good thing. (laughs) Another food that helps reduce inflammation is coffee. Yeah, believe it or not, uh, you heard that correctly. I said coffee. Well, those of you who reach for your morning cup of coffee are going to be extremely happy to hear this. But it comes with a caveat. Coffee, if consumed in moderation, can actually be extremely healthful and reduce your risk of brain inflammation. This is true for most people, as long as, and here comes the caveat, you start with whole beans and then grind them yourself. This is important to limit mold exposure because generally speaking, beans that already come to you ground are often loaded with a lot of mold and neurotoxins. So ingesting these neurotoxins will not help reduce inflammation, but actually can contribute to creating more inflammation. So make sure that you buy quality whole beans and then grind them yourself. Um, Of course, if you don't have a grinder, have the um, barista or the person at the place where you're buying the beans grind them for you. That's that's considered uh, fresh as well. And then the other caveat is that if you happen to be sensitive to caffeine's effects, or if you happen to have high blood pressure, then coffee might not be the best choice for you. All right, moving along, I've got three more good news foods here for you that help reduce inflammation. One of them is green leafy vegetables. Now, dark green leafy veggies like kale, collards, and spinach, along with other green veggies like broccoli, are loaded with nutrients to help support overall good health. The darker the green, the better. In particularly, uh, leafy greens contain vitamin K, folate, and beta carotene, while broccoli also contains choline. Well, each one of these nutrients help fight inflammation, improve brain health, and may even work to slow cognitive decline. Next up are berries. Blueberries in particular, but every type of berry contains flavonoids and antioxidants that help improve memory, delay memory decline, 
reduce neuroinflammation, and protect brain health. And what you can do for yourself is aim for one cup of organic berries each day. It is one of the most delicious things you can do to protect your brain. Plus, the good news is if you do happen to have blood sugar balancing issues, or if you um, have slid over into the diabetes category, berries are the only fruits recommended on a diabetic diet. And you should consume or you should limit your consumption if you are a diabetic to one cup of berries each day. And one cup is the exact recommended amount uh, that will could help reduce your brain inflammation. And finally, nuts. Nuts in general are good sources of protein and healthy fats, but walnuts and hazelnuts in particular have higher levels of antioxidants and vitamin E, which help protect brain health and reduce inflammation. And there was actually a study in 2015 um, at UCLA that showed walnuts might actually also improve memory and cognition. Definite win-win. I also invite you uh, to download my free resource to help you get started on your brain inflammation reduction process. And what I have for you to download are five breakfast dishes designed to reduce brain fog and help you think clearly all day. Plus, I'll give you a little teaser here. Stay tuned for information coming very shortly on how you can join my upcoming free five-day challenge along those same lines, a five-day challenge designed to reduce brain fog and help you think clearly all day. Well, living a long, vibrant, and healthy lifestyle isn't just about what you look like. It's about how you feel and your actual health. Avoiding foods that contribute to brain fog and neuroinflammation while adding delicious foods that support a reduction of inflammation and protect your brain's health will help you live a happy healthy, vibrant life that you're present for. If you are ready to start living a happier, healthier life, please check out my services at happyhuman.com. Together, we can create a nutrition plan tailored for your body, your brain type, and your way of life. Plus, don't forget to download my free resource now to help you get started. I'd love to hear your comments below. Give me your feedback. Let me know what you think. And stay tuned for more information about um, how to reduce brain fog, reduce that neuroinflammation so that you can think clearly all day. Thanks for listening. Stay well.